Well, I don't like it when when Skype like a Skype call happens and then all the things just start telling me that I'm getting a Skype call. I'm getting like because like when I'm in my car with the Xbox Drive and then Ryan calls and it's like my laptop's ringing and then like both I got like Skype on my work phone and my personal phone and it's all just like Skype is happening. It was on sale, sell sale. It was on sale. Sale. It was for sale on sale. Uh, Don't know what word you're saying anymore. Yeah, it's okay. We have to get those like scholastic, like flyer books or whatever, like those things you, um, <laughs> those things when you go to school and they're like, look at this, it's the book fair and you can buy all these books and it's FOMO times a thousand because like, okay, we'll choose one, but look at all the great books you're not gonna get. That's where it sets in, man. I love the uh, the new age like YouTuber background that you have going on too. It's like half is dedicated to the games and the Zelda, and then half dedicated to like arts and crafts time with kids. I'm Johnny Casino, and this is Radio is Lame. Now I'm going to start by saying this: this could be the last episode for a little while. Uh, here shortly, I'm going to be traveling a lot more again. And for about a month and a half or two months, I'm only going to be home for, I don't know, uh, maybe two days in between trips. So maybe six days total. Uh, there's one more episode that I am considering uh, trying to get recorded before then, but I haven't been on lockdown if it's going to be able to happen or not. Now, with all that being said, don't be sad. The show is not going away it is going to continue. I have people I'm in the works with talking to. I've got some PR people I'm trying to talk to. I've I've got someone that has some connection to some small game developers I'm trying to talk to. And I want to get some of those perspectives. Like I want to get uh, maybe something a little bit different coming through. Now, I, I still plan on talking to podcasters and YouTubers and streamers and stuff like that because that's always very interesting. But I, I, I want to expand it a little bit. Um, also right now, if you hear a little clickety clackety sound behind me, it's my dogs. They've decided it is time to be active and I do not know why. Uh, one of them has actually just brought in a squeaky toy into my recording area because I left the door open. Um, so who knows? Who knows? We might have some squeaks in this one, but I'm not going to cut it out because this is my real life. And this part of the show where I just talk to you, the listener is where I show my real life, right? This isn't me interviewing someone. This isn't me trying to, you know, ask the questions that get the conversation moving. This is just me showing my real life. I'm sitting in my office, which is quite messy. It's got a bunch of things knocked down right now because someone let a cat in the room. Um, I don't know if anyone out there is a cat lover, but I have become a cat hater. We have four. And in my hands right now is a squishy banana from the game My Friend Pedro. Now, at PAX e no, sorry, PAX West a couple years ago, I got to play the game. It was a good while before it came out. Uh, and by playing the game, they gave you this squishy banana that looks just like Pedro. It's got a little bloody stump at the bottom and a little face on it. And I love this thing because you it's one of those things that you're not going to be able to find other places. And it is torn up. Like it has holes in it, teeth marks in it, it's scratched up. And if I had been able to catch the cat that had done it at the time it was happening, that cat might no longer be living in my house. Anyway, this is not the point. The point is, this is my real life. Um, sitting around a messy office with stuff knocked down and animals walking around, clicky clacking all over the place. But let's get into what this episode is about. So I have brought back Sean Capri. Now, Everyone who probably listens to the show knows who Sean Capri is. If you haven't, there's about 15 different podcasts you can catch him on. Uh, Cup of Joe and Nintendo and We the Gamer cast, which is where I met Sean. Um, the Xbox Drive, where he's driving in his car and talking about Xbox with whoever his current co-host is. Uh, sorry, that was maybe not the, the nicest... Uh, that might have been a joke that was supposed to be funny and uh, maybe did not come across as funny and came across mean. It wasn't meant to be mean. I'm still leaving it in. Anyway, Sean is one of my favorite people. I always love talking to him and I don't get to talk to him enough. He's got a pretty busy schedule with his, you know, he has a real job. Not one like mine where I, you know, spend weeks and weeks not working. Uh, he streams, he podcasts, he parents, he husbands, if that's a thing people do, husbanding. Um, so I don't get to talk to him all that much, but I always love it when I do. And I wanted to bring him back on because 
you know, as you'll hear us talk about, he and Bobby Pauls recently took If We Ran Nintendo, a show that had gone on for, we do not know how many years, we'll say three, and just ended it. Ended it to make something new. Now, granted, the differences currently between the new show and the old show are not vast. I mean, they, it has a slightly different format to it. It's a little bit more free, um, but they still talk about a lot of the same things, so that's good. Uh, but they took the, they took this thing that that brought them together, this thing that that they built up and and grew to such popularity, and they're just like, eh, it's over now. We're gonna do something different. So I wanted to dive into that because there have been times when I have been doing a show and thought this one's not working anymore, but I still want to co-host with this person, right? And it's always that question of when do you do it, how do you do it, should you do it? And I really wanted to get into that with Sean, and so we did. Um, besides that, I just got to talk to a friend and that's the thing about this show is sometimes you bring on someone who is a friend, someone who you've actually talked to before. And you're like, man, I'm just hanging out with a friend now. And it just feels good. It just feels good. Um, I guess the other side of it is when you bring on someone you've never talked to before and you're like, man, this is a new friend also feels good guys. This show is about feeling good. It's about making me feel good. And hopefully you listening can also feel good. All right. I am done rambling because that is about what I just did was just ramble on about semi nothingness. Guys, sit back, listen, enjoy, learn something from Sean, even though at the end he says he doesn't like to, you know, be a teacher, but there's something you can always take away. So enjoy Sean Capri. And you look good in, in, in Rome, too. I was like, dang, Johnny got it together. In where? In Rome, when we met, when we, when we, when we touched in oh, Rome, New York. That's, I forgot that was the name of the town we were in. Yeah, we were in a place called Rome, yeah. So, I, <laughs> okay, you know, when, I, when I messaged you and talked to you about things uh, that I wanted to talk to you about, I want to roll into one of them here. Okay, I couldn't remember what we were going to talk about today. <laughs> so, well, I have, a, I have another bigger, a bigger, more important thing, but I, I, I was okay. sitting there, and this is going to sound very weird to you and anyone who's listening, but when I take showers, I take very long showers mm-hmm. because I just like standing there with the hot water just like beating down on me. Yeah, it's nice. And then I just kind of like drift off into some world thinking about some conversation or something. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. there I was, Sean, thinking about you in the shower. Sweet. I was in the shower. You are not in the shower in my thoughts. Okay. And I was thinking about like things I wanted to talk to you about. And I was thinking about when we met up and how I got to meet a bunch of people. And that experience is like unreal. It is unreal. It was once in a lifetime. And before we get too deep into it, though, I want to I want to think about something because I, I also take showers from time to time. OK, Johnny. that's good. So what what are the chances do you think that while you're having the shower thought about me that I was also showering? Like at the same time, like what do you? What, what, what time of day maybe, do you normally shower? I mean, it depends. It, it like all we're kind of all over the place. Like I, if I well, get a workout at lunchtime, it could be around lunchtime. Usually, it's first thing in the morning, like six. Then it something wasn't, like that. Because I'm, I'm yeah, a, it's probably five a.m. for you. Well, I'm also I'm a night shower. Just go with it. Just say it probably happened. Well, we're probably I mean, in the shower by the same time. We were connected by the exact same temperature of, of water, regardless of Celsius or Fahrenheit or whatever. You guys are using these days. <laughs> we were just connected ways. by the same drain. Like if it was a movie, it was like we would be like back to back. Is that kind right? of like when, like, if I were to call you in the middle of the night and be like, "Sean, look up in the sky. What do you see?" And you're like, "I see the moon, Johnny." And I'm like, "Sean, yeah, me too. I see the same moon. Same moon. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Oh man, I did not know it's real that, special that you and I were connected on this special of a level." Can I tell you though, like whenever I think of something like that though, I'm really channeling the scene from Armageddon where Ben Affleck is playing with the animal crackers and he's like, hey, is anybody else doing the same thing at the same time? Or she says that I can't remember. Uh, I think she says I remember. Of course I remember. It's my favorite movie. And he's like, I hope so, because otherwise, what the hell are we trying to save? I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful line. This is my favorite movie ever. But, but so, hold on a second. So, so with that specific line in mind, his whole yeah. thing is we're trying to save the earth because yeah. more than just him likes to play with animal crackers. Yeah. Like, that is the criteria 
Like, oh no, animal crackers, no one likes them anymore. Oh well, let the earth die. Pretty much. Yeah, like if, if nobody is trying to have such a sweet, sweet moment on earth of all the 7 billion people and nobody else is doing that at the same time, bring it on, asteroid. Hey, as we're speaking right now, there's an asteroid flying right by Earth. Did you know that? I didn't. I don't keep up with space the same way you do. You should keep up with space, man, because you never know. There was like this could have been our last Valentine's Day. You just never know. You know, just all be over, just I mean, like that. Or you survive the initial impact and you die a horrible, slow death. You know, because of nuclear winter and whatnot. But the the thing that'd be nice about that is I wouldn't have to ever worry about Valentine's Day again because not well, all of us are as mm-hmm. lucky as you are. With not having to worry about Valentine's Day. I don't do anything. Not, like, we ordered um, we ordered pizza in the shape of a heart. Yeah. And um, Chelsea went and podcasted with Bobby when yeah. I got home. So that was my Valentine's so Day. How did it feel to have, like, your wife podcasting with your, with your podcast wife? Yeah. I mean... I think they. I think Chelsea just take my place on all the shows, really, <laughs> like on pretty much all of the things. Like she's better and smarter and faster at pretty much everything. So I don't know why I do this. Like she's better at it, and she can keep up with the stuff, and she can multitask and all the things. She's just she's better at it. So yeah, no, it was perfect. Plus, when Bobby and I talk about Animal Crossing, things get a little dicey. So they do get dicey. I was listening, and we're gonna have to come back. So now we're like looping around in many different ways, which is perfect. Yeah. We have to come back this whole meeting up thing. But oh, I, was, yeah. I was listening to the latest Cup of Joe and Nintendo. Yeah. And like, it was, I'm so glad because I don't catch every single thing that the two of you do together. It's a um, lot. It is. It is a lot. Uh, but but it was a, a perfect episode to make sure I caught. And <laughs> it was you two. Like, I was just waiting to hear some, like, very dramatic music and to find out the show was just gone after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we were in the same place, he probably would have punched me. I think, I think, um, I think it would have. Yeah, it, uh, it happens every once in a while, man. But this is the thing. Like, I like to think of Bobby and I. Like, do you ever watch like PTI? Like, part of the interruption. Like, no. Like the sport. Like, no. Okay, so like they talk about sports. Maybe that's why. Um, and then two guys just I like. like sc- I mean, like it's the typical like sports talk show. Sure. Or just sure, like sure. people are yelling at each other and whatnot. And I remember. Um, the, the hosts were on another show talking about like when they scream at each other like that. And the one host was saying how, um, they're not, they're not attacking like the other person. They're attack like they're, they're talking about the idea. And yeah. so even though they can go at it like that at the end of like when, you, when you're stopped recording, it's like you're not fuming at the person anymore. And I struggle to know if, um, people realize that about Bobby and I or really like any conversation in general. And that you can have, like, a spirited debate about a thing and not want to stab the person. Like, I don't know if that's crazy to you, but, like, that seems pretty normal to me, that you can have a pretty heated conversation. Or even, not even heated, that's definitely the wrong word, but certainly a spirited and, like, exploratory conversation and not want to, like, stab each other. So That would be great. So, there are times, um, so, you know, obviously, if you listen to this, you probably have an idea I do the show, apparently, with Sean's wife. And so there are times that Chelsea and I will talk about stuff, and it we end up agreeing a lot more than we disagree these days mm-hmm. on stuff we talk about on the show. But we have you know other topics that whatever, and sometimes we'll be talking off the show um, about some topic that is like n- not parenting related, or whatever else, where we will have just like completely polar views, and yeah. and we'll go be going back and forth and like arguing about this, and finally one of us just has to be like, okay, we're just going to agree to disagree on this one, and then move mm-hmm. on, and then it's like. It's a beautiful thing. It, it is. And it's one of those things where, like, at, at that moment, I can feel myself getting, I don't know if, like, heated is, but, like, really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt she is just as much, if not more, frustrated with me at that moment. Yeah. But then as soon as one of us is like, okay, that that's enough of this conversation. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. it all just it all just kind of floats away. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's nice, man. It's But that's, the, I don't know, that it takes at least one person to do it. Oh, it does. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're here, so um, let's let's just like back it off a little bit. Now, so. do you think that's you know? So you made the comment about if he was sitting next to you, he might have hit you or whatever. And who knows if that's true? I don't know. I don't think that's actually true. No, that's definitely hyperbole. There, there's a certain like hyperbolic nature that that happens on podcasts, what, what, which is also adding to the whole thing. Like if we were just like sitting around, and of course the whole cup of Joe and Nintendo thing is the fact that like it's as if we were sitting in a coffee shop, but like ultimately like we're still on a show. But, like, at the end of the day, like, the things that Bobby and I talk about on, are about video games. And the things that you and Chelsea talk about are about, like, real life and, like, life-altering decisions that you can make for you and your kids and things like that. So it's 
a little bit more consequential for for you guys. So I just think it's actually really funny. And Bobby and I both acknowledge when we're like, well, this is this is a stupid thing to be arguing about. But like, we're still going to talk about because it <laughs> it's video games. And like, that's what we're here to do. So do, but do you think do, do you think it makes a, like a huge difference to the fact that at the end of it, if nothing else, the call gets hung up. Yeah. The conversation gets stopped and you have that moment. So like, like an example just for me is if I got into a similar conversation with my wife that I've gotten into with Chelsea, right? Yeah. With, with that level of disagree and that level of us both being frustrated at the other person, just like not, I don't say not understanding the other side, but just not being able to get on board at all. Mm-hmm. Like the consequences of that conversation with my wife could last for some unknown period of time. Because we're right there in front of each other. But with mm-hmm. Chelsea, we're able to just put our phones down or hang up the call or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah. So so do you think if, if, if you were to do... If you were to do Cup of Joe and Nintendo, here's the question. Mm-hmm. If you were going to do Cup of Joe and Nintendo, actually at a coffee house, yeah. because you and Bobby were next door neighbors, and I don't know, it just seems interesting to me. Like, would, would, would these disagreements that y'all sometimes get into be like a much bigger deal? Well, here's the thing. I, I think if we were regularly meeting at a coffee shop, then yeah, I think like if we, because like, I think about it when, when you normalize a space, then like, it doesn't even matter where you're at. Like you could be in an elevator, you could be at the doctor's office. Like if you're there all the time, then it's just like, it's just part of your life. Yeah. But like, if we just, you know, cause it, you're kind of like, if you go to a place for the very first time, you're probably on like your best behavior. Right. I actually read a book about, um, uh, being a good like leader or coach or something. And it's all about like treating every day, like it's day one. Right. So you're, you're best dressed. You're on time on, on your first day on the job or whatever. Right. You're, you're best dressed. You're, you're early, if not on time. Um, you're nice to people, even though you think you're probably not going to get along to them. Like your day one on the job is very different from day like 300. Sure. Right. So because you normalize things, you, you, you know, you, you can't be on like that A plus, but that this notion was like try to treat every day like it's your first day. Also, you can forgive yourself for not knowing everything if it's your first day. So there's a certain benefit to that. Um, but yeah, I think if Bobby and I were in a coffee shop, eventually it wouldn't feel like the day one anymore. And yeah, we probably, we would get into these spirited debates. And you know, the, the, the worst part about it all is the best thing. Number one is that we, we both still love each other. Daddy and mommy still love each other very, very much. And we love our kids very, very much. Um, but, but really the worst part about it is it's like our most watched and downloaded conversation I think we've ever had. Like it's the wrong it's the wrong message. It's the wrong reinforcement for us to get is that people like this. And I'm like, Mm-mm, that's not the message that I want to like get out there. <laughs> and I also like, I also saw some of the comments in like when, when it's one thing for Bobby and I to have the conversation and for us to be like spirited in that way. But if we're, I, I don't want to say inciting, I don't like kind of what that does, but it opens the door to other people jumping on either side and being just as vicious, if not more vicious to other people that they don't know. Oh yeah. And they don't have the relationship. They don't have that foundation that Bobby and I have, where we can do this every once in a while, but we're still good. But if you come at somebody else, some stranger with like a, you're an idiot for thinking that stupid thing about this thing that doesn't matter. Then it's just this, it creates a really negative space. And that's what I want to stay away from. That was like my big takeaway afterwards was like, I saw the comments going like, Ooh, like it's one thing for the conversation to happen, but we create sides and then the rest happens. I don't, I didn't like, that's the part I really didn't like. Conversation was fine. I I might've, I might've created one of those negative spaces. Everybody did. Oh no, no. Everybody did. Oh, you went, you had a conversation with somebody. Well, it it was very, it was, it was very one-sided. The person did not respond. Amazing. Um, So I was at Pike Place Market yesterday. Oh, God. And there's a store. We were trying to find the elevator to get down to find the steps to go back down further to finally get to our car. Mm-hmm. And my wife sees the store, walks in. My son and I walk into a different store. So I go back out of my store into her store to see what she's looking at. And I thought it was some kind of a bakery because I kept seeing these donuts in different pastries. Turns out they were like miniature stuffed animal that looked like these things that were also cats. So it was all these, like a donut cat and an eclair cat. and Yeah. And the whole store was pink and all okay. these sweatshirts that had these things on it. And there's this lady behind a counter who was like making them. Mm-hmm. She was probably mid to late 20s, dressed in all pink in this like hideous thing she was wearing. And I walked in and I looked at my wife and in a not so quiet voice. I'm just like, this place is my personal hell. Oh God! And I looked over at her, and you see, you see her like look up, just like, 
like all like mad scrunchy face look it up. Yeah, she did not appreciate that. No, she didn't. But I figure if you're going to have a place that stupid, then you just need to learn to take criticism. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there's that take too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, back back to the whole like you know that being your best watched episode. So you, you've had, yeah. and this is not at all where I planned on this conversation going, but I love it. So you two have had like two two big ones where there's been like like at least that I can remember where you both seem very frustrated. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's been smaller ones here and there, but yeah. Um, so I was watching I was watching a show recently called uh, The Morning Show. It's a new show on Apple TV. Found out I have a free year of Apple TV. So good for Congratulations. me. Congratulations. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So I'm watching this and, and they're talking about the news and about how they don't like people these days don't want to don't want to just like get to to know and fall in love with the news anchors as like a mommy daddy news anchor people, right? They they want the entertainment value, right? They want something that much more pointed and entertaining. Right? And that's what they're going to tune in for, which is kind of what you're talking about. Like this, like, like they're going to see this and be like, oh, this is fun listening to them go at it. Mm-hmm. So where, where's that going to take you? Are, are you d- does this drive you to or from more pointed topics at all? I think it has to be like to be real about it. Like it, it um, it's all natural. Like it's not that we ever seek out to do this because it is like, it could be a strain on any relationship as well to like, even though I think we both recognize like it's the show, but like, it can definitely be, it can be a bit of a strain for sure. So I know the short answer is I don't think that I would like to do that. And to the point earlier about like, I don't like what it does to the community. I don't think that engenders a community that, that we're really after. And that I, I steer away from uh groups on the internet that are just like bickering at each other from one to the next so that's what i mean like i so i think it's important to recognize and and like acknowledge that that was a thing that happened it got a spike in some sort of like viewership or conversation around it and go like that i could easily see where people would lean into that and i don't like it like that's i i I wouldn't go out of my way certainly for um those types of scenarios to, to play out. But at the same time, like Bobby and I come at Nintendo from a couple of different angles. Like, whereas he's like, he's ride or die. And I'm like, I love Nintendo, but I also have these other systems. So that I think inherently causes us to have more interesting conversations than two total Nintendo fanboys just going at it thinking like, Oh my God, this is great. And this is great. Everything's great with Nintendo. Like it just, the way that we, that we chat is born out of the fact that like I play other things as well. So when every once in a while, once when Nintendo does something like what they are doing with Animal Crossing, then that is what's going to happen. Like it's just the elements are correct for that type of like the conditions are there for some sort of explosion. Okay, so it'll probably happen again. Oh, I'm sure it will. Anyone who is good as friends, or you know, you know, married as you two are, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna have those moments. You're gonna have those moments where you disagree and get stubborn on your idea whether it's the right one or wrong one it'll happen so here's my here's my last question on on this topic and we've got to get off this topic because i don't want to i don't want to dwell on the fight it wasn't my intention at all it just kind of like it just kind of led this way and i had some things i was interested about so Mm -hmm. you said it got a spike in viewership like did you see people tweeting about it like what what pushed more what pushed more people to even know about this episode that's a good, that's a really good question. That's a, that's a mystery to the algorithms and the internet waves. Um, but what I do know is that like people are reaching out to Bobby or I or both to let us know what side they laid on people that we didn't know listen to the show or watch the show. So it was like people are kind of like crawling up out of the woodwork going like, I, I heard you. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's, here's how I, well, here's what I think. So it's, um, it's been really interesting and, um, I've really appreciated, um, some people like there's, a. Uh, there's a podcaster named Chris Johnson from the player one podcast. Who's reached out with really balanced conversation with it. Just like kind of like come right down the middle and go like, here's where I see this person. Here's where I see this person. And so that's the kind of, you know, but you know, when you sit on the fence, so it kind of pisses people off too. So there's, so there's that element as well. Yeah. Sorry, Chris Johnson. You sat on the fence. No, he's a great guy. No. <laughs> you just, you just said no good sitting on the fence. Um, take that show out of my rotation. Anyway, I don't think that's, that's not right. <laughs> How does this happen to me? How does this, this is, this is a thing that I'm definitely going to be talking to my therapist about, about like, it's just a, no matter what, I'm just like, 
So I just, I just can't take my voice off the internet. Like that's just it. I gotta just remove myself from the equation. Definitely, definitely but on the internet. Not. On the internet. On the internet. That sounded dark. Oh my god. Just, well, you yeah. you specified the internet when you were saying it. So. I just want to say. I just want to say. Yeah. Yeah. But also, don't take yourself off the internet anyway, because that would be a disservice to us all. Um, no, I just. I, I love I love when you hear someone say something, you're like, okay, how do I twist this one little thing and change it to something different? And then you clip that out, you put it at the beginning of the show, next thing yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know, really and I know better than that. Yeah, I know thing. that that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not too long ago, I was sitting there and I saw something about, oh, some big announcement on if we ran Nintendo, watch live oh, yeah. for this big announcement. Uh, right. So I watch live. I very rarely watch anything live because I'm dealing with kids or I'm in a hotel. The Internet's not good enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But I sat and watched that one live because I think I just yeah. happened to be up that early in the morning. Surprise. I know. I know. And uh, you guys have changed the show. If we ran Nintendo is gone. Yeah. And and. I was thinking about this a few minutes ago. So you and Bobby first met on We the GamerCast. Mm-hmm. So that was your blind date. Yep. And you, yeah. I think it was like my fourth or fifth guess or something like that. Yeah. So I should know that down to the number, but I haven't. It's, there's too many of them. You're not even it's numbering very, it's them It's totally anymore. calculable. Like it's very, it's very dual. I can check, but I just don't. So, so you two meet, you have your blind date. Mm-hmm. There's this little spark. Y'all talk again mm-hmm. on your first like scheduled date. Yeah. You know, and you're like, and the love grew. And then it blossomed into this child that is if yeah. we ran Nintendo. And then yeah. after this child got to a couple of years old or three years old, I don't know, how, how many years? How long do we all do in that one? That's a good question. Maybe three or four years old. Uh, probably closer to um, coming up on four, I think, because we were at, one, we did 180 episodes uh, in total. But it was all like, Bobby was there for some of it. And then, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Things thing happened, around, and, and he was, went away. So, yeah. so it's definitely like it's been around, dude. Like that sh- that show has changed a lot over the years for sure. But people remember it as it started and as it ended. I think yeah. it was just Bobby and I. But there's a middle ground there where it's like I wasn't on the show and Joseph Moran was on the show, and then there's a bit where Bobby wasn't on the show and then like everybody else was on the show, and then there's a bit where it was me and Jason Lacey, which was amazing, and then yeah, and then Bobby's back and now it's over. So. So, so y'all, y'all mature this baby up to like three or so years old and then you just Mm -hmm. kick it out the door. Yeah. And, and Uh, we chopped its head off. Ooh. Like it doesn't, cause like kicking out the door, means like, it's still kind of like crawling around out there. Like, no, it's like, it's gone. Buried. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Too dark. That was amazing. Like, wow. It's not all that often I get rendered speechless, but you have done it. Oh, um, Okay, what what was what was the thought going in? You're like, okay, here's here's this love child that that has meant so much to us. I'm now just going to get rid of it and just do something different. But still, the two I, of you, it's going to sound terrible, and I I think Bobby is on the same wavelength as I am on this. Is that like we didn't really look at the sentimental side of it, o- only knowing because we were going to like continue doing Nintendo stuff that we were going to continue building things together. It wasn't like it was, it was a piece, but there was so much else around it at this point in time where like we have the Patreon, we have like communities and things like that. We have a whole bunch of other things going on. And it was more about just like a very realistic look at the show. And we went, is this, is this like, are we, are we kind of done with this? What is essentially a very limiting idea? Like the, the show itself is like, how many things can you like fix? Like how many things can you say we could do better than Nintendo? And it, it was, you know, we, we are always thinking about what else can we be doing? What else could we be talking about? And that show more than anything else that we did was like probably the most, the most limiting. Yeah. And we could, we could sense it in like when, um, when people would submit topics and things like that, it's like, well, how many times can we say what Wii U ports should we bring over? Or um, how would we handle like this game not getting a cartridge or something like that? And and like between us and the audience, like struggling, I think, to come up with topics, it was like we could we could continue on or we could really look at trying to shake things up again. And that was really the thing that got us away from thinking about like the sentimental part and being sad about walking away from the thing that started it all was the opportunity and the excitement for starting something new. And I think that we've really landed on like, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I'm going to pat ourselves on the back again, but we've always focused on doing something different. Even if it's like got very core elements that are similar to other podcasts, like the Xbox drive, when Dave and I started, it was like, it's an Xbox show, but it's in a car. And that's ridiculous. And if we're in Nintendo, wasn't like your typical like Nintendo show. We wanted to take very specific topics. 
and turn them on its head and try to see like what we would do. And that's the conversations people have in their heads. It wasn't, here's four topics and here's the news and things like that. And with Cup of Joe and Nintendo, we're like, it's a stripped down podcast. Like that's kind of the way that I like to look at it is like if we had a super polished and produced podcast, but then like you have the acoustic version of it, like that's Cup of Joe. It's 30 to 40 minutes and there's really no like, hey, everybody, like here we are. We're about to talk to Nintendo and blah, 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 blah. And what I think we've already found is that we we can have very real and um authentic conversations out of that. So I think we were mostly to answer the question, like, we weren't really as concerned about walking away from uh, the thing that started it all because of what we were going to be beginning. We were really excited about that. And then also, um, if your Nintendo had changed so much over the years that we, as we just talked about, like we had gone from like me and Bobby to like Bobby being away. And then there was guests and all the things that we just discussed, like it had already been on a bit of a journey that, um, yeah, it, it felt like more of a change to that show than like cutting that off completely to my point of like cutting its head off and having something else come out. It seemed like just the next iteration and it was the liberation. I think that we both feel where we're like, we can talk about anything. Now we can talk about the games that we're playing. We can talk about thing. We can talk about two news stories and that's it. Or we could get to like everything. Like we don't really feel like we need to like cater to any one thing. It doesn't have to be a new show. It doesn't have to be a topic show. It doesn't have to be a games for playing show. It's just like, let's just sit and chat about Nintendo. And that is awesome. That is awesome. So I'm, that's what I'm stoked about. So, so the, one of the problems I have doing that sometimes is, is, you know, the, the guests will talk and talk and talk and I'll, I'll be catching on these different things. And then I'm done. And then, no, no, no. <laughs> well, yes, there, there is that point where the person is like stops and you're like, oh crap, now I have to talk again. Been there. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, but no, like I'll, I'll find these like different routes that my mind is going with like things that now I want to touch on. One of them is potentially going to get forgotten. Um, so I was, when I was listening to the show, I, the, the, the latest cup of Joe and Nintendo, I I noticed two things. Uh, so the first thing I noticed was that, you know, you two were having this conversation about the cloud saves and that is pretty much a conversation that if if one of you two could have gone or Bobby could have gone, Sean. If we ran Nintendo, how would we do these I know, cloud saves? I know. Right? That was the funniest thing. Like, in, like four episodes in, we're like, oh, if we ran a Nintendo episode. Yeah. But we've done that before as well. Like, we, the thing is, that it wasn't new. We had talked, we talked about that topic for sure. Yeah. Well, and then later in the episode, you, you said the words, if we ran Nintendo. Yeah. I like doing that. And I was, I don't know. I was laughing. I'm like, okay. And granted, this show is in its infancy, even though it, maybe you adopted a five year old. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. because it's, you know, um, but this show is effectively, it's in its beginning, it's infancy, it's going to evolve into, into what it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be curious to how it, how it strays further from if we ran Nintendo, right mm-hmm. now, obviously y'all are still going to talk about Nintendo. Um, but I, I'm, I'm curious as how it, how it strays and where it like finds its full, its full footing to be, to be something different than what it was. Yeah. Um, the other thing that popped in my head as you were talking is, you know, you, you, you made mention about how you had all these different ideas and instead of like doing more things, just let's chop the head off this one and move on to the next thing. Now you guys have yeah. been doing this for three, four years, whatever it was that we still haven't determined. There's no way to know. There, there is no way to know. You, the, mm-hmm. you can't find the first and last episode and see dates on them. Mm-hmm. So, what about for people out there? Like, like what, what if there's people out there that are podcasting? Like, we've been doing the show for like six months and we have this other idea for a show. Should we just chop the head off this one and move on to do the other one? Is there a, is there a frequency that you think is is too much or, or too short to be able to pull a move like you did? I don't know, man. There's no, there's no right answer. And I had a conversation with Donnie Reese from PSVG about this. And I think the, the big thing that I've taken away from him is just like, who cares? It's sort of like the Ricky Gervais thing at the uh, at the Golden Globes. Like, yeah. who cares? We're all going to die soon. There's no sequel. Like, whatever, man. It's just a joke. It's just podcast. Like, if you're not feeling it, maybe it's kind of like games as well. Like, where you're, if you're not feeling it, just, like, move on to something else. Like, we create these these rules and these systems and these things where we're like, y- if you don't do this, then I, nobody even knows what. You can't even finish that sentence. Like, if you don't podcast with the same, like, format or show or whatever for a full year, then what? Like, nobody knows. Like, what is the outcome of that? It's impossible to say. So I think really just kind of do whatever, do whatever feels right. Um, and if, if it feels right to jump off and do something else and 
go ahead and do that. But maybe it took Bobby and I three or 17 years or whatever it was to figure out that we were comfortable enough with this move, regardless of whether we were done with it or not. Like, I think we, there were probably, there were definitely parts throughout like its history where we're like, maybe we're like, are we done? Is it like, did we do everything that we wanted to do with this, with the show in this format? We probably hit that. And I think a lot of people hit that. And it's just a matter of like, whenever you decide to move on, then that is the time. That's the right time. Cause that's when you decide, that's when you came to the actual realization that that's what you want to do. Any other time it was like, it was more of a consideration. You hadn't come to the realization of what you actually wanted to do next. So how long was this churning in your head? I'm not going to ask you to speak for Bobby unless he told you exactly how long he had been thinking about this before y'all talked, but how long had this been kind of like dwindling in the back of your head? Dwindling, oh, not I the right know. word. I, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's not even... I get maybe we're just well distracted with so many other things. It's not like, um, and that's the, that's the, the benefit of doing so many shows is like, if one's kind of like, you know, you're not stoked about one, then you got two others that are like, yeah, those would probably be good. So you kind of diversify your, your portfolio a little bit. That's, you know, that's what I need. Now, granted, I have two yeah. shows, although this one sadly does not come out at the frequency I want it to because I can only record at certain times. And so there will be gaps. And then we kind of figure out how to do the parenting show every week. Hopefully it maintains being able to stay that way. But that's, is that what I need? Do I need diversity so that if I ever start to feel, oh, this show is just not going as good as I hope it would right now, I could be distracted by something else too? I, I say it very facetiously. Um, no, I don't recommend that at all. Uh, I think because I also look at other people and I've gone back and forth on this as well. Like, And, and maybe I, there's no one right answer is really the thing that I should say. It, it depends on the person. I look at some people who do Twitch and Twitch only and they kill it. They do amazing at it. Um, some people just do a podcast and they're great at that. And like the focus is really what helps to propel them. For me, it seems like one show feeds into the next, which feeds into the next. Like we, the gamer cast is like where I meet people. And then maybe they'll go from that to either Xbox or Nintendo or things like that. So it seems like there's just the, there's a pipeline, I think on the shows that I end up doing, but that's not the model that everybody can or should do either. Um, it's also like, pretty exhausting too like now now i have you to thank to like for editing we the gamer cast is one of the only reasons i can even do that show on a weekly basis because i can record it have a great conversation with somebody and then i ship it off to you to make it sound really good and like i get a nice polished um mp3 at the end of it all which is amazing so like trying to figure out how to make it all work is is work in and of itself like in addition to recording the shows and lining up the guests and doing all the technical stuff and everything like that it's how the hell do you even like streamline the process is yeah. part of it. So, yeah. Yeah, no, streamlining is important. And that is something I definitely have not figured out. I mean, you and I have talked about editing a lot since I started editing your show. And, you know, you send me the thing. You're like, okay, I do this, 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 and this, right? So mm-hmm. then when I go through, I'll go through, I'll do this, 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 this. And I go back and listen to it. Like, okay, are these sounds right and move them. And, but I have yet to just like binge my way through the episode, trying to catch anything or anything like that. One, because... You know, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, well, this five minutes of the conversation, eh, it's not really worth it. Let's just cut it out when it's I not see us my there. thing, right? Well, I could, I could see us getting there. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't, um, part of all of this is like an exercise for me to just let go of that part too. Yeah. And like we had, I think the very first conversation, I'm like, ooh, I just need to, you know what you're doing. You know how to make it sound good. I just like, I'll just let go. And that's a, that's a difficult thing. There's a parenting thing there as well as a, like a work with, uh, with my team, like just trying to figure out how to like guide somebody in the right direction and then lean on the fact that that's a smart human being. They know what they're doing. Just, just focus on the outcome rather than the actual like step by step stuff. And that's a, that is not how I'm wired yeah. naturally. I think I'm, I am wired to go like once I figure something out, then that is the right way and everybody should do it that way because that is right. Um, so to hand that off to you is like, that's been, yeah, and it was it, the thing is that it's quick. Like once I just kind of like that, like, let that go, everything's great. Everything's awesome. Like the the show's great, and I can just do the thing, and then you you pump back out a, an MP3, and it's awesome. Um, but I think we all have that that moment where we go, how do we let go of that thing? That's actually more difficult than than the if we're a Nintendo thing, letting go of the if we're a Nintendo thing. I think it was harder to go. I figured out like what I think is a really really good way to edit a show, and um, I think some, I, it's not even that I think it's better or it's going to come. Um, I think the outcome is going to be great as well. Like, obviously you, you create amazing sounding audio. That's not, that is never my concern, but it seems like that is my concern. Well, my concern is that you're going to waste your time because 
<laughs> I would love to like share with you these time saving like methods that I've that I've discovered and have practiced over years and years. I'm like, I don't want anybody else to go through the same frustrations that I've had because I know how damaging that is to go just to hit your head against the wall and to spend far too long doing these things. I'm like, I don't want anybody to experience that. So it comes from a very like compassionate place, but generally it's taken as like, look at this control freak trying to tell me what to do. And it's like, I just want, I just want to help. And that can be, it's that overbearing stuff. That I just need to like back off and go, whatever, man. You know, it, it's interesting. And I, I, I touched on this a little bit in an intro of an episode that has not come out as of the time of this recording. And, you know, so we use two different programs for, um, uh, for recording and for editing. And I really like the program I use, but it works very different from the one you use, which I've used in the past. And so like now I'm, I'm going through and I'm getting to like learn, okay, how do I do this thing? And then once I learn it on there and I see what you do, I can be like, oh, I bet I can do something similar on this other program right. that's going to help with that. But then I have to go through and search and it, everything. It, you and I were talking about this. Everything's been updated. And so when you search the internet, it shows you like how to do it in the old version. I know. Oh, it's frustrating. It's the thing is like, cause the, it all really comes from the Xbox drive, which is meant to be like a 30, 40 minute show, which I really, really love because obviously it fits in my commute. So hopefully it fits in other people's commute as well. But then I get home and it's got to go out. So like that show is really what forced a lot of like, if I do this, this, and this, it's good enough. Could I go in and like make this section sound a little bit better than this section or whatever? But I'm like, it's basically taking it from like 95% to like 97%. Yeah. Right. Like, whereas 95% obviously would be, would be just fine. So a lot of it just comes from, from there. And even having to the point of like, when I fire up a brand new podcast, it's actually not a, not a blank file. Right. Like it's not like it's just a blank audacity file. I've got the music in there and everything. I start up from that template. Oh, that's nice. And then I don't have to like drag everything in. Like it's that. And it doesn't take long. Like we're talking like maybe like a minute to like from start to finish of opening up a new audacity file. This is so like nitty gritty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but like opening audacity and then dragging in a file into there and having that populate and import and then dragging that over and connecting all the things. But if like everything is there from the start, I've saved myself like five, maybe 10 minutes. And, and who knows? Because every time that I, Every time a loading screen pops up, whether it's in a game or anything, anytime I'm like doing something and it's like, stop and wait for a second, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to look at my phone. I'm going to check Twitter. I'm going to go have a conversation. I'll go grab a drink or whatever. And then by the time I come back, time has elapsed since that waiting thing, that loading thing has been done. Yeah. So by the time, so the, the start to finish time is like inflated because I keep doing something in between whenever it says like, wait a second. So if I can remove the waiting stuff, like if I can remove all the weight, the, the loading screens, then I'm done way faster. And that's the kind of stuff I just, I obsess about a lot, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> but it, but it helps. Like I wouldn't do it if it didn't have like, a, like an impact, if it didn't have an outcome that I was really after of significantly reducing the amount of time that I spend on doing that stuff, which allows me to like do as much as I do. Like it's all into that, like micromanagement of it all. So, so one thing I wish I had Okay, so one thing I like that I did, and now that I know a little bit more about some of the editing stuff, I wish I had put a little bit more time into, uh, is back when I, I used to do, um, was like Sheldon Forgotten and and uh, um, um, Forget Being Cool with Dave, and then when I did Generation Gamers with Ben, those were very low edited shows. Like we would basically mm-hmm. record it, try to get the volumes similar, and then just put it out. But what was nice was that, you know, I have this mixer and I have enough inputs and stuff so I could play the music and I could control the music as we're recording. So I didn't have to add in music. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I had just taken like a couple minutes to run like two filters and maybe like a normalization or something like that, it would have just, I think it would have changed things a lot and been very nice. I don't know. I don't know. We're- yeah. Well, ultimately what matters is like whatever works for you. Like that's, it's not like anybody's like racing anybody. Like, Oh, guess what? It only took me seven minutes to pot out of my podcast, but it takes you 12. Like, Oh my God, you don't even know what you're doing. It's just whatever's comfortable for you. And I definitely like, I've stopped optimizing at this point. And the biggest thing that like the biggest, like, um, wow moment for me was being able to 
have that one file that says that has like you on one channel and me on the other channel but that audio sounds like garbage so i don't use it other than to just line up the independent tracks yeah and that like that snapping into place it gets rid of like everybody doing the one two three record one two three clap which doesn't work no it doesn't it doesn't it it's, <laughs> it doesn't work and so and yet you still end up spending time trying to figure out like okay well i think this person was late and they you, you have those little adjustments so you're just uh, you're all over the place so I was the biggest thing for me was having a Skype recorder, the two independent tracks, and it's all good, man. I think it sounds really good. I don't have to have the other person record their side. I think everything sounds pretty decent for recording something in my car. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. If yeah. you ever have a car wreck. I know. I was thinking about that. Like, it's icy out these days, man. It is. It's uh, it's cold and dangerous out there. There was There was an episode y'all did. And I don't remember if it was before or after I had you on the, the last time you were on, but it's an episode that y'all did and like your computer died or something. So yep. something happened. You mm-hmm. lost the rest of the show. It ended yep. and you put this like car crash sound in at the end uh-huh. of it. And I'm sitting there yeah. mowing my grass and my, I had a, you know, back when I lived in Texas at a big yard, little tiny trees that I had planted. And I was like an inch from running over one of them. Cause when that crash sound happened, I just like jolted the, the lawnmower. Not cool. Seems like something I shouldn't jinx, doesn't it? Seems like I shouldn't have like, I mean, it was, really tested fate that way. It was the most appropriate sound to put in there for like a sudden end to that show. It right? really was. It was like we're talking along and then I just look over and the, the thing dead. The laptop's dead. So I should probably get like one of those like power inverters. Like one of those things you plug into the, the cigarette oh, yeah. layer thing. You, and then you have like outlets on it. Like I don't have one of those. I just purely run off of battery power, which is real stupid. But so far, so good. Only a couple times it's died. <laughs> so the, the problem with those, because I used one when I drove from Houston to Seattle to keep the lights mm-hmm. on on my son's tortoise. Yeah. Uh, I know. Right. Yeah. As everyone does when they drive across country. What else? Are you gonna, how else are you going to yeah keep that tortoise alive? So it's terrarium. But but I had this this thing there and it has a like if you have a good one that puts out enough power that you need, it has a fan in it. Oh, wow. And it is not quiet, like at all. So mm-hmm. if you want to catch a little bit of road noise and a giant fan sound in your recording, Sweet. then you should get one of those. Oh, I see. I wonder. Well, yeah, like it's not like I don't get road noise already. So I wonder how that would. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really in the market for it anyways. I think they're kind of overly expensive, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the Xbox Drive, you now are on your third co-host. And I don't say this as like a slight, right? I'm just pointing out that there has been three co-hosts to to the show, right? Yeah. How is it trying to bring someone else in to fill the spot, right? Because the show, it's, it's been a good bit different from one co-host to the next, right? So when, yep. whenever Dave oh, yeah, was there, sure. it was, I don't want to say a comedy show, but it was more goofy uh jokey more comedy ish right it was a podcast we recorded in a car well like that's ridiculous (laughs) yes but the conversation itself was Mm -hmm. more jokey and stuff like that big time and then uh you know then luke Luke comes in and it becomes almost almost more academic in a way like just because of the 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 um depthness he knows god i don't even know words these days yeah. Like the way he knows. And then, you know, you got Ryan in there now. And I don't know the, like, I don't want to say more professional, but I'm trying to, like, give a word to each one of these, like, different iterations. And and I don't know, I don't know the specific word to get, but it's very, it's, it's you know, it's just a very different show, right? This is better if you do it than if I do it. So, yeah, this is, this is fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it, okay, so it's easy talking about three generations when I talk about Dave first, because anything that I've ever done with Dave and then the way you're doing that with Dave, it is more of a jokey, goofy, laugh, have fun. I mean, like he has his opinion. He knows his stuff. But it's just it's a more of a goofy, fun, just talk. Whereas mm-hmm. it became more uh, a little bit more structured and stuff like that as it's moved along. Like yeah. through the other host. So how is it being like, OK, so you're the new host. I had this chemistry with the last one. Now I need to build this chemistry with the new one. Like, how is that experience? The funny thing is that um, a few people have asked me about that. And I, th- I feel like as much as, and I would talk, I, get, I make fun of myself earlier about like the control freak nature that I have. And, and there's, there's certain like, there's certain shortcomings that I have. But one of the things um, with, when it comes to the Xbox drive is every time that a new co-host came in, the last thing I was thinking about was, oh, I hope the chemistry works. Like there was actually in, in both cases going from Dave to Luke and then from Luke to Ryan, where I was just like, I had like, 
a trillion percent trust in this person that they were amazing what they do, that they were going to bring it. I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that, that it was going to be great. And the best thing now too is like with the Xbox drive, um, like with Ryan here is like we are, we're having our, our biggest time that we've ever had. Like the Xbox drive is, is the biggest it's ever been. And it just goes to show that like I just really, I trusted Ryan in terms of I know what he was doing over at Game Moose podcast and he's a consummate professional and he just, he just loves video games. Like the thing about, and every one of them, like obviously they all, we all love video games. Um, but Ryan has just like this unadulterated, just like, um, like a very, like an innocent, there's an innocence to his love for video games that I find so charming and so endearing. But also he has like a dedication to the format and the timing and an appreciation for what the show is that like with Dave and I, like we didn't really know what it was. And I, I think that the, the, the worry about the chemistry or the filling the shoes is actually more on the co-host okay. than it was, than it ever is on me. So I think they have a tougher time with that than I do because like, I know the show I've been doing it for the entire time. Like I'm super comfortable with it, but I think it's tougher for somebody else to come in and go, I'm the new guy. I'm the substitute teacher who's actually not a substitute. I'm here for good. Or at least until, you know, another year goes by and I'm on to my fourth one. Um, but I think that, just kidding. Um, Sorry, I think Ryan. that's actually the tougher. I think, I actually think that it's harder on the co-host than it is for me. And I just, I'm recognizing that, um, then it's just a matter of making them feel super comfortable. And as if the show is like that, it's ours and not like mine and you're here for the ride kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so turning that a little bit into, you know, we the gamer cast now, because obviously this is the way my mind works. And uh, and and by no means am I asking for examples. Uh, but do you ever have that worried going into that where you're like, oh, like, am I going to be able to have a conversation with this person? Like, am I going to be able to to have any kind of chemistry to to mm. make an, an entertaining conversation? I used to, like... Again, like if you tally up all those episodes, that that's the longest running show that I've done. Um, and so I used to be really worried about that, but not not so much anymore. I just feel like everybody has something really interesting to say. So it's more a matter of just like when do you when do you like connect with that thing? And like now that you're listening to the unedited stuff, like you kind of see like where that moment kind of happens. And that's like one of the pieces of like where like a bit of the control freak in me was like I had been kind of training myself through editing of every episode of like, where is that moment? And I'll start it there. And to let that go to like, for you to decide like where to pick the conversation up as the music kind of like blends into the conversation. It's like, there's stuff before that. That's like, it's fine. Like, it's not like, it's not terrible, but it's like, there's always, there's definitely a moment that is probably best for the show to pick up in the conversation. And yeah, so there's definitely like, you know, if you, maybe sometimes it's like 30 seconds, sometimes it's up to like 10 minutes before we land on something where it has some legs and has some like, okay, I found something that not even that it's entertaining, but like this person cares to actually like elaborate on, right? Cause you probably see that you'll, you'll probably see me like try this. Okay. Well, what about this? Like something in your background or like something about your shirt? Or like, how was your day? Blah, 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 blah. And then we land on something and they go like, let me tell you about this thing. Let me tell you about the XFL and we'll do that for. 15 minutes and it's like there that's obvious that's the that's the thing and then from there it just kind of i mean just like this show um it all kind of like takes off from from that thing so once i kind of realized that that was generally the flow um then yeah i stopped wor really worrying about like who am i going to get on the um who am i going to get on the podcast and uh i think that's the beautiful part about it is that people when they discover that partway through the conversation where you know originally it wasn't meant to have like every every time somebody comes on it was somebody with content that they were creating although that's just the way the world works now everybody has their own podcast or whatever it is yeah. so everybody's very well versed and everybody's very articulate and they've done that sort of thing before but like the original intent of it was to allow people to kind of discover that in themselves and that like they've always wanted like they've always wanted to do it when I was listening to podcasts, like when they were, when I was first getting into it and somebody would like write in a question, right. And that person would have a fleeting moment on that podcast. And one of the things that sparked this idea was when I was really into, and I'm still very much into married to the games. I listen to them every single week. Um, but they dedicate so much time to listener questions. And I remember submitting a question to them and they took a moment to read it and they took a moment to answer it. And then they moved on to the next one. And that like that thrill of like hearing your quote unquote, your voice 
like represented on the show is like, that's awesome. That's the whole nature of like calling radio shows. It's being able to participate, even if it's in some small way. And we, the GamerCast was born out of the idea of like, what if you were able to like have your voice and participate in a podcast, but it wasn't in a small way. It was in a big way. And it's like, you're literally the title of the show. Like, it's not like it, it wasn't the titles of the show were never like something that we talked about. It was, it's always been the person. It's always been about the person on the other end of it. And that's the thing that was most exciting. Everything else that came out of it was kind of a beautiful thing. But it was always meant for, like, Seamus Mullins, the very first guest, to go, like, I've never done this before. Or, like, Fiona McKinnon, who's never podcast before, comes on an E3 prediction show and just, like, blows everybody away. (laughs) And, like, you can see it in themselves. Like, you can see this realization, like, this is fun, and I think I'm okay at this. Like, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. And being part of that on a week-to-week basis, whether it's like rejuvenating somebody's love for something that they hadn't really talked about in a long time, or they'd never done a podcast before, period. Like, that's the thing. And I think that's why people kind of like, that's why they like it, and that's why they want to be on the show, because it becomes a safe space. Like, there's no there's no failing with the gamer cast. There's no way to come on the show and go like, well, that that's not going to do it. That's, there's not been a show that I, that I haven't aired. There's, there's not been a show like, that. so like, just wait. <laughs> that's a, that's a record that uh, nobody really wants for sure. But there's always, there's always something to talk about. That's the best part about it. Whether it's video games or life or something is always going on. I've never really been worried about like, is the other person going to come up kind of dry? Like that's not really happened. Yes. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm waiting is for that. Is that put pressure out there? I, is that put, <laughs> And I, I was about to say I'm waiting for that moment, but I'm not. Like, I don't want that to happen ever, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm just, so you just send me a file one day and I'm going to start listening to it and start editing like, and, be, no, and just be like, uh, Sean, do you want me just to hit delete? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> somebody, will, somebody will email me like, actually, I was on the show and I didn't ever hear it air, but like, I, don't, I don't think I have anyways. That would be... That would be that would be that'd be a sad way to find that out is by someone responding to this episode of you and me talking and letting you know that mm-hmm. you somehow biffed their episode. Mm-hmm. Um, now to wrap everything around to pretty much the beginning of this conversation. So oh, yeah. you've talked to all these different people. Like this is that show is how you and I met, which has yep. now branched me out to knowing Dave and knowing Chelsea, and you know I have connections through some other people in the same general community that I kind of. Um, those connections weren't necessarily through you, but I think it was, I, they, they'd heard of me because I had messaged them, but then now they've heard me type thing. Right. So all these connections. And then, you know, I, I started a new job a while back where I'm traveling and in my travels, I've met a few people and then I, you know, went out and I met you and Mr. Bad bit and, uh, jams, gams and Garrett bland and I'm just gonna start naming random names. Skinny Matt. You're like you don't and, you don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. Yep. No. Kevin and Josh from PSVG. Yeah. So Lee Navarro, Ray. So you know, I I get out there and I get to meet these people, and I think you've actually had a number of more opportunities to do that than I have, right? With like yeah. people out there. I just I don't know. It, there's not really a question here. It's more of a holy crap! Like this is the coolest part of it all. And, and the thing is that it's not impossible. I think that was the best part was that as we're all sitting next to each other, we're like, all we did was like some of us hopped on a flight, like you were literally like working nearby and you just kind of like drove over. And it's this kind of breaking the notion or preconception that we've had that that's not possible, that our relationships will be limited to Skype calls and some text messages. And, and that's probably it. And for us to break through that and realize that it didn't take like to, it didn't require us to move heaven and earth for it to happen. And it all celebrated around and surrounded around like raising money for kids was just the best thing ever. And it was, we just played games together. Like it was, it's sort of, maybe you know what the weird part about it is like, it, it's sort of the reason why online dating is a thing now, right? Because it, it centers around, it actually is as weird as I think maybe we used to think that it was, it forces you to like have a conversation with somebody and like actually discuss things that like you have in common. And then you meet up with each other and everything's great. Like yeah. it actually shouldn't really be all that surprising. And when we meet, everything's awesome. So it, it was interesting when I met, uh, I'm, I'm going to screw up his last name very bad. Uh, Andy, Josh. Andy Pesnik. Oh, Penisek. Penisek. Yeah. When I met up with him the first time, and he and I have been able to meet up a couple times. Um, actually, I might get to see him some, sometime not too long from now. Uh, but I met up with him. We, we, we met at kind of a neutral location between, closer to where I was, but between us. And we got together. We hung out and, you know, I don't know, just walked around, talked 
tried to play some games, didn't really work out so well. And afterwards he messaged me. He's like, I don't obviously don't remember the exact thing he said, but it was along the lines of, it was nice that when we got together and hung out, like it wasn't bad, yeah. you know? Cause you have that moment. You're like, I, I mess with this person. I talk to this person every once in a while, but like, is it going to be crazy and awkward whenever mm. you're first like hanging out with this person? It's yeah, of course. It's like, you know, you, you meet a girl online, you're messaging with her and then you like get in the same room with her and you can't talk to her at all. And you just go home sad. Yeah. Or are they going to be a, a serial murderer and they've been really playing the long game this whole time? Is that not a thing that you worry about? Not before now. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what we were, that's, that, that, I thought that was part of being like a nineties kid, right? Where you're like, you don't talk to strangers. You don't talk to like, go, don't go into the chat rooms because if you meet up with that person, then bad things will happen. Whether they're a serial murderer or like, you know, how to catch a, whatchamacallit, catch a predator. predator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that show yeah. was so those, bad. Those types of things. And you know, Bobby, the Nintendo guru, you never know what's going to happen when you meet that guy in a New York subway. That's true. I would not want to meet him in a New York subway because I would not want to be in a New York subway, but I did get to meet him. The best him. thing, I leaned into that one. We did meet because he, we didn't know where each other were, uh, was, were. Um, and so I messaged him and I'm like, I can see you. Like I leaned That's into the so cream factor big time. And I've met with somebody, um, Hopefully he doesn't mind me saying this, but I met with um, Gabe Patillo, who was on We The Gamer Cast. We recorded that episode live when we met. He was here touring with Toby Mac. And um, I went to <laughs> I went to his hotel and he's like, I'm in a room such and such. Let's make this as weird as possible. <laughs> like the messages we sent back and forth, like, let's just make this weird. I'm in room 315. Come on up. Like, OK, this is sweet. This is good. Uh, All right. Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me see where you sleep. <laughs> it was i guess i was lucky when i met up with some of the people right like me up with andy was easy meeting up with with you and those guys because you just kind of told me where to go although not what i was expecting whenever we first started messaging as far as like the magnitude of what was going on oh, for know. that event i know uh but i remember when i was when i met up with chelsea because my my family and i went over to victoria and she was there with your kids and we're like trying to get into the same location so we could all hang out and it was like the worst thing of text like tag where are you awesome oh, yeah so bad it was so bad well, dave dave came to new york city when i think that was the first time that bobby and i had ever met like dave dave drove in from like from ohio yeah right and he so that was that was like yeah you're right like I, i've had a chance to meet like quite a few people i was in nashville in the in um that was just after extra life I met up with donnie reese and his wife we had lunch like yeah man it's it's kind of been amazing to be able to go around and my travels one way or another have, have led me to, to meet with a bunch of people. Like Luke and I met at E3 for the first time, which was pretty nuts. And it's been a bit of a ride, man. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm hope I'm going to go meet up with Donnie again in Atlanta. Sorry, I'm going to be in Atlanta in, in March. So I'm going to meet with him and uh, and Carol from, from PSVG. So I'm stoked for that. So I mean, you're just trying to make me jealous here? Is that what you're trying to do? You can't ever come Who to Seattle? I might, I, I am actually working on it. I've got something going for potentially making, doing a presentation in Seattle, um, in the fall. Well, so I would love to get there, man. You better do it when I'm not traveling. Um, all right, Sean, I, I think we should probably start closing this out. We've been talking for a while and I try not to make these things too, too long. Although I could mm -hmm. talk to you for hours and hours and hours. I probably said enough stupid things already. So yeah. Well, give me if out. you haven't, I'll just <laughs> edit it. So it sounds like you did. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so it, Give me the last two things I always ask for in a show mm -hmm. where everyone can find you. And yeah. I know the list is very long. It's going to be probably the longest uh, like uh, description of a podcast ever with just the lines of and check out Sean's stuff. Damn, dum, 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 dum. So tell everyone where they can find you. And then if you have one last thing, one last thing you want to say to the listeners, it doesn't need to be advice. It can be. It doesn't have to be about anything we talked about. If you have a final thing that you would like to say to the listeners, I want to hear it. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, of course. It's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Um, we've pretty much talked about all the shows I do. Xbox Drive, We the Gamer Cast, and Cup of Joe and Nintendo. Um, the last thing that I would say to people is that as much as I've, I've talked and given my opinion and given, you know, in some cases very passionate, uh, mm, passionate mm. in kind of comments, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I really don't know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> live your best life and you do you, man. I, I don't I just, I hope everybody's just having a really good day when they listen to this. Uh, 
Yes. I don't like, I don't like this. There's this, I don't know if this is part of the show too, but like, I am really coming up on, on a thing where, um, like, I don't like, I hate coming across pe- preachy. And like, th- I know that this show is like really centered around like people to learn a lesson about something. And I'm like, I don't like how I come across when trying to teach. Well, like, I come across as very pretentious and like I know better than somebody else. And that doesn't hit people well. And I know that and it just sucks. So I think the way that I've kind of tried to take the show, whether I'm doing it well but or I like not. when other people do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I listen to other people. I'm like, yeah, that guy knows what he's talking about. I definitely listen to this. But like, for whatever reason, when I do it, it's like, it's just, I don't know. I don't like it. So my goal, though, is to. Sorry. My goal is to uh, try to ask questions that'll bring out just the person's thoughts or whatever, right? It's never, hey, this is the this is the hard line. This is how you do this thing. Unless I bring someone in who has like, you know, I don't know, something very specific that they do have a hard line. This is how you learn to do these things. Right. Otherwise, it's just like, hey, this is this person's thought. Like this is these are these are areas where I think this person excels at. Here's their thoughts. Take with it from or take from it what you want, and then go on. But I'm going to close the show out now. And I'm going to tell you guys, yes, guys, I'm, I'm sticking with guys because I have had a lot of suggestions for, for, for what to call you listeners. And guys just flows the best for me. And recently someone gave me a whole lot. Of, uh, recently someone gave me a whole lot of recommendations. And at the end of it just said, stick with guys and just do it. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to, but thank you everyone who gave me suggestions. So, guys, I want to thank you for a couple of things. One, I want to thank you for, for listening, for tuning in. I want to thank you for sharing this show because I know you've already done that. I also want to thank you for sending me more and more suggestions, uh, especially Paul Lloyd. Thank you very much, Paul, because you keep sending me suggestions. Sadly, a lot of them have not played out yet, but I have not given up on these people that I'm trying to reach out for. So, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, if you have suggestions, you can tweet at me. I'm at Johnny underscore Casino on Twitter. Or you can hit me up in my DMs because I leave them open. J-O-N-N-Y underscore Casino on Twitter. And guys, I'm going to leave you with this one last thought. Chopping the head off your four-year-old baby podcast and burying it to rise from its ashes a different show is cool. But radio is lame. 